Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Now for local news, a treasure hunter who was uh, who had once lived near Vero Beach is now wanted by the FBI. Digital billboards are going up in Ohio and here in Florida to publicize the face of Tommy Thompson. A federal judge ordered his arrest last year after he failed to appear in court in Columbus, Ohio. In the 1980s, Thompson's crew found gold bars and coins from a ship that sank in 1857. Did you write it? I was like... I hopped around a few different places. I was in Dallas and then upstate New York. Okay. And then Vermont, which was really cool. Never been there. You went and to then Vermont. this whole past week. Yeah, Vermont was pretty cool. Everybody raves about that place. I've heard Vermont is the is like a beautiful, wonderful place. It's gorgeous. And it was like really nice weather until the last day. It rained a little bit, but it was great. And then Disney World for the last cool. week. Which is uh, kind of like going to a bunch of places because you're probably at Epcot, and Epcot's oh, yeah. a bunch of places. We like tr- we tracked our steps. We got I think we walked six miles the first day and eight miles the second day. Wow! So you're like you're you're a you're a toothpick right now. Yeah, right. I wish. <laughs> I wish that was how it that, worked. The, you know what I noticed about Epcot though? It's like it's like kind of offensive now. Oh really? Oh, is it like racist? Like I don't know. You don't, you didn't notice these things as a kid, but right. you're walking around, and you see a whole lot of white, fat white families wearing like little rice paddy hats and oh yeah, and mono coats and stuff. And I'm like, this is a little. It's a that's little an interesting there. thing. That's because that's it's it's all in the spirit of of like cultural awakening. But mm-hmm. I guess I guess uh, in well, the world we live in, it right? yeah, it's kind of cultural appropriation, but. That's the point. That's the whole point of Epcot yeah. is the culturally appropriate. Totally. So, yeah, exactly. I'm like, what do you do? You, I don't know how to criticize it. That's like, that's what it is. I'm not offended. Well, <laughs> I mean, Are I guess offended. <laughs> no, no one. Seem, everybody seems really happy there. I mean, it's, their it's the their, their culture isn't uh, isn't your vacation, Freed. So yeah, exactly. That's right. Isn't your theme park? Yeah, unless is it your theme park. Unless I'm in their country, then it is my vacation. That's true. That's actually a good point. <laughs> but even then, I don't know if it's. Uh, Isn't that the point of traveling? Like that's why I like faux noodles. They're Vietnamese. I'm not. Oh yeah, that's true. Like, does that mean you can't eat other cultures' food? If you know what I mean, like, where's the line? That's a great question. That's that's the that's the whole debate with that guy's that guy's Twitter comment is because. Like he like what happens with Cinco de Mayo and tacos and fucking any of that shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it's lasagna. Totally like are you offended when we eat lasagna free day? Yes. I'm less Italian oh, than you are, so you have to pay me every time you eat a slice of lasagna. <laughs> oh my god. Just culturally appropriating. Yeah. I don't want to hurt your feelings. That's fair. That's very concerning yeah. of you. Speaking guess- of hurting people's feelings, should we just get into this? Yeah, yeah. We're, about to. Uh, we're, we're 56 minutes behind schedule. So. That's true. <laughs> this is a Did You Reddit, a weekly ish, because we haven't been here. I guess it was one week maybe, but weekly ish podcast about the internet. By way of Reddit, the front page of the internet. My name is It's Your Dad. I am Dog Boobs. My free day down here. If you're here, here by our. <laughs> how does that work in the remote pod? I guess you're like Pitcher's yeah, Mound in, in like uh, Progressive Field in Cleveland. Yeah, I'm actually like goalkeeping right now. I yeah. 
Well, we're point. um. If you can't if you can't tell, we're all we're remote potting today because uh, Dog Boobs just got back from an extravagant North American tour of uh, <laughs> of of Disney World, pretty much Disney World, yeah. Vermont, and T- Dallas. I think is what she said. Um, but we're uh, we'll, we'll be we'll probably be all in the same room maybe next week. But uh, but we're doing this remote pod. We're getting back to the remote pod system. So uh, hopefully you guys can hear us well enough. We're uh, it's going to be a little bit of an experiment, but it's going to be great. Um, let's just get into it. Do we want to talk about some of the stuff that's been happening this week? On, yeah, I on would love Reddit? if you guys could let me know because I haven't paid attention to anything happening in the world this past week. You've just been paying attention solely to what's happening in Disney World? Yes, I've been stuck in Disney World. In the, in the fictional world? Um, I mean, the main thing this week, and so we're recording this on Friday, the 25th, May 25th. This week, and I wanted to maybe do this as our subject, but I didn't really know how because it didn't really make a lot of sense. But everybody's updating their private policy. Mm. Have you guys yeah. been noticing that? So I, I think this is a Facebook uh, ripple. I don't know if it's a Facebook ripple. I know it's a, I, I'm pretty sure it's a European law, and I don't know the exact law, but because of it so we everybody any anything you've ever signed up for you've you've probably gotten a, an email from the company that's just like hey either hey just want to let you know we're updating our private policy or hey if you want to still be subscribed to us you need to reconfirm and it's because of it it's it's kind of creating a wave of memes because it's literally been like every and, and there are all these different ways that all these companies are kind of showing like kind of kind of inviting you in where sometimes they're like um, we have a great new deal going on, but first you have to read our new private policy, right? Oh. And and it's a little bit of like wolf in sheep's clothing. So that's been hot and heavy on the front page this week. Oh yeah, I just saw a funny one with um, Jodie Foster getting a call that's like Deep Space is called. You have to update your privacy policy. Yeah, to- totally, totally. <laughs> So it's like th- things like that. Another very, uh, this is actually very sad, and I, I don't have a relationship with this guy. I don't really know him, but a really famous gamer named Total Biscuit has passed away. Oh. Who, I know, it's a real, real bummer. He was uh, actually freed. You might recognize him from the H3 podcast. Because oh, is he a frequent guest? He, was, he wasn't a frequent guest, but he, he was on there relatively recently. He had stage five or stage three bowel cancer, I believe. Um, and God. it's a real it's a real bummer, man, because I think this is one of those things, I think especially in the age of that we're in where you see a lot of um, it's 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 uh, I don't want to say it's easy to dehumanize people, but you forget that these people are people, you know, yeah. like these, these kind of micro celebrities that we're all surrounded by, whether it be on Instagram or Twitch and what have you. And this guy was relatively influential. I mean, I think he has seven seven hundred thirty thousand followers on Twitter, et cetera. Whoa! Um, and I don't really know. I don't really know the full deal on why he was influential. I know he's maybe probably a little bit like kind of a PewDiePie type vibe, where he just kind of became popular through having a personality in gaming. You know? Yeah. But uh, it's interesting, like people who you say are influential on in these platforms. Totally. Like. In, like, what are they influencing, and in, in which direction? Well, you know, are they influencing people, and is it is it smart or is it good? I mean, that's a just, that's a uh, great or question. Are they just really, really good at video games, and I don't know. I'm always curious. Hey, you know what I want to do right now? What do you want to do right now? 
And I'm not talking about jumping jacks, guys. I'm talking about teasing the episode. <laughs> oh, love that idea. Like we talked about before we get into it. Well, that's actually, I mean, I don't actually mind that because I think that the way we, we netted out on that. So we're doing treasure this week. And the reason we're doing treasure is because there was actually a post from this week. It was about an insane, insane find in the treasure hunting world, which to be completely honest, I didn't even know still existed. Yeah, I thought I it was just like a thing that? that was like, that was like, uh, like back when, when, when clipper ships were still a thing, pirate hunting and or pirates and treasure hunting was a thing, but yeah. apparently it is. And so there was a, there was a, uh, a post, um, Freed, I don't know if you haven't pulled it up, but I don't know if yeah, you want to go through it. Yeah, so I we I just want to tease tease the episode and we can, and then I think we should get back to the top of the week, but um just so people know what we're going to talk about this week. Uh I think the the sort of most valuable treasure find ever, they're calling it the holy grail of Spanish treasure galleons was found off the coast of Colombia. And that's fucking crazy because it's worth 17 billion dollars, they think. What? Which is a lot of fucking cashish and uh, it's sort of opened our eyes to this world of treasure hunting, which is popular on Reddit, Jeez. especially in the sub backslash r backslash treasure. So uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I might quit college and just go become a treasure hunter. At the end of this, so. <laughs> Don't quit college. I mean, if you're if you're saving up for uh, if you're saving up for young young free day, I think I think it's time to just invest in a like a pretty good looking like ship. Yeah. yeah, like put all put all that college money into like a, like a functional yacht, like not a luxurious yeah. lot yacht, but a functional yacht that you could send them off to the coast of the Atlantic and go and go <laughs> treasure hunting. I mean, that's what we're going to talk about today. If you're not excited, you're fucking dead because this is goddamn. Uh, I mean, it is Jeremy Timbers treasure hunting. Shit. It is kind of surreal. I mean, it is like when you think about. The number, I mean, I guess we are technically already into the sub, so we might as well just like talk about the topic that we're talking about. Yeah. But I mean, when you think about the number 17 million or that's 17 called billion, it's called a tease and an immediate deliver. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the, tea, the tease lasted maybe 25 seconds and we yeah. got straight uh, into it. I thought you were um, going to tease me where now we're having sex. Yeah. Uh, what I, uh, so, yeah. so this, I mean, when you think, so just going over the article, so this, this article was on CBS this morning. So we know this is, this is not, um, this is, we are, we are, we are beyond peak meme at this point. Like this, this is like a real fully, fully flesh story and wow. it's real. It's not like some conspiracy bullshit, but so a 310-year-old Spanish shipwreck carrying treasure that might be worth up to $17 billion was discovered with the help of an underwater robot. It's called the Remus 6000. It can dive nearly four miles and is loaded with sensors and cameras. Bronze cannons confirm the holy grail of shipwrecks have been found at the bottom of the Caribbean. They are engraved with dolphins, a telltale sign they belong to the Spanish galleon San Jose, lost more than 300 years ago. So, And it was... One of the interesting things was it was found in 2015. Okay. And they just uh, received permission to talk about it this week. Oh, interesting. So it was previously discovered in 2015. And for whatever reason, um, which we're going to, we can talk about more, but they've, they were, they had to kind of keep it under the vest, under, uh, what is it, what is it, close to the vest? Close to the chest. And I think there's all kinds of maritime laws that muck, muck up the claim to who, We'll claim this. We'll claim this. Oh yeah, because this uh, is probably like countries are being like, well, that's technically our property, so it's yeah, actually like Spain ours. Might say 
that's our money. Right. You know, the, the people who found it are going to say that's our money. The Colombians are going to want, you know, so everyone's going to sort of lay claim. So I don't know. It, I, I'm sure there was some like dirty politicking going on where they found it and they're like, we got to stay hush hush. Oh yeah. Maybe until some, uh, you know, I, it's kind of interesting. So now it just became public. Now it's out there. And now we're all uh, quitting college. And going to look <laughs> oh, for- yeah. So I wonder, I wonder if, I mean, this is, this is fascinating for, for a million reasons. My first though is like, a, every time you hear about something like three, 2015 was a long time ago, you know, like yeah. three years, a lot of shit I, has happened in three years. Like, I lost my virginity in those, that time. <laughs> Twice. Twice. Um, and you know, my, like I mean, fuck my, my virginity and my <laughs> like Trump was elected president in 2016. Just for a perspective on like how much crazy shit has happened since then. So like, how many other things? I mean, th- this Remus six thousand is is probably finding other shit too that they still can't talk about. And I guarantee that, or I don't guarantee, but I would like to speculate that there is probably a group of of kind of pseudo pirates that like have their ear to the ground with shit, shit like this. And I bet there's like crazy shit going down out in the Caribbean right now where like people are actively fighting and fucking murdering people, et cetera, for this treasure and treasure like it. And we don't know about it because they're not allowed to even say that they found it for the next several years because they're dealing with some like intense litigious bullshit, you know? Wow. I mean, 17 billion is that's, like that is an ins- that is an asinine amount of money. Like that is like what is it? What's the what is the the global GDP per country? I wonder. Yeah, it's it's so much cashish. It's a lot of people are going to freak out about it. I mean, that's a big fine for government. So right. Uh, it's it's pretty sweet that this stuff still is just sitting around out there, and you can you can kind of get your your bros together, uh, definitely late night drinking Bud Lights and convince people like, hey, guys. We should become treasure hunters. I mean, there's people out there going for this stuff. Yeah, they're having that conversation right now. Ah, oh, it's so cool. It's very, very cool. Um, so through that, so we saw this article. This came out. Uh, the The announcement happened on what was it? it? Happened on May 23rd. So that was fuck. That was two days ago. May 23rd, yeah. two days ago. So hot news, hot in the presses. So because of it, naturally, we were like, well, shit. Like Reddit is is kind of the 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 internet's home for treasure of of a, a little bit of a broader terminology. So wow. we did a little did a little searching and found a sub called Treasure dedicated to kind of the craft of of somewhat the craft of treasure hunting, but also to a degree um, just people reporting on other treasure that has been found around the world. Right. It's a lot of bragging. I think it's kind of uh, distasteful to me. Okay. Like, look what I found. Look what you don't have. But it's also like, I mean, there's. I don't know. So, tre- treasure as a word, obviously, is could mean a lot of things. But I, I think what's interesting about the the concept of treasure hunting is the act of looking for a thing mm-hmm. instead of it just being like I found this thing in the forest, right? So like the first post in top of all time is stunning medieval ring found in Sherwood Forest, right? And Ooh. it's an article, a Daily Mail article that is um is it was actually found by a guy using a metal detector, right? Ooh, but fun. but I'm not sure if that's the same thing as like treasure hunting where you're just like I've got a, I've got a hunch like yeah. you know the, this this ship went down 
uh, 300 years ago, and uh, nobody knew what happened to all the treasure that was on 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 the ship. I think it was probably around here. We're gonna go out with Remus 6000, and we're gonna find it. You know what it's I mean? It's a little bit state school compared to Ivy League. I think. Yeah. I think there's like within within the ranks of treasure hunters, there's definitely a hierarchy of class. I would and, say that. Uh, the guy at the beach, the old creepy guy at the beach, who looks like a molester, who's got the thick Coke bottle glasses, metal detector thing. Like he's not uh, a top notch sort of. He's not finding uh, Spanish galleons, dude. He's he's finding like an old Coke can. Yeah, he's finding. Yeah, he's finding. Uh, he's a he's finding like a like a like a uh, ironclad dildo from uh, the mid mid eighties. Yeah, and let's be honest. Like we all think we're uh, Matthew McConaughey from um, Fool's Gold, but yeah. in reality, we're probably the guy at the beach. Uh, <laughs> probably. Finding, finding but doesn't doesn't this story though? I mean, maybe this medieval ring story, but also in particular the story about the the um, Spanish ship, like, doesn't it kind of give you a little bit more respect for the people who are, I mean, metal detectors kind of, but also the people who you usually think are insane, who you're just like, wait, well, you're just going to go out there and you're just going to like metal detect for, for weekends at a time yeah. just to like find like a fucking fork that a family left on vacation. Like, why would you do that? You it's know, but every once in a while you find stuff. As like doing American Idol or, you know, you know, there's, there's pro- it, might, it might be less risky than trying to make it as like an actor or a musician or yeah, yeah. I don't know. It would be weird to be someone like this. I just saw, I think it was like the third down of the top of all time or like fifth, actually it's further down than that, but it's this guy's crazy face and the title's just famed deep sea treasure hunter accused of faking memory problems to hide location of missing gold coins he discovered. Oh my god, that's amazing! Interesting. Yeah, he's like behind bars, held in contempt of court for pretending that he suffers from chronic fatigue syndrome that created problems with short-term memory. That's amazing. He's got a great face too. I believe him. Well, I mean, like, what are the yeah? What are the rules? I guess we're asking a lot of questions here. We don't know the rules to finding treasure. Yeah. You know, fucking give it to some museum that sucks you know that's like one of those guilt trip things where they're like we would really appreciate it if you put it in the metropolitan music so everyone can enjoy it you know i mean that's a good question though because i think a lot of there are i don't we don't have the answer to this i think this is something we just gotta like try to figure out but but i think there are probably rules to the act of treasure hunting i mean there's it seems like there's like I mean, when you think about something like uh, like the, the rule the, the the rules of engagement in war, right? I think that's one of those things where it seems totally paradoxical that you would have rules for war, but yet there has been an agreed upon international set of rules for war. So if there isn't a set of rules for treasure hunting, I wouldn't be surprised if this this seventeen billion dollar fine or potentially seventeen billion dollar fine. Would, will create the dialogue about what the rules are, you know? Yeah. Because I mean, how do you tax that shit? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if you if you just find something by your own dime that has been kind of missing, but it, but it <sighs> happens to be a tax on that. It's like heart wrenching. Oh, <laughs> it's just like you you go out. It's all risk on your end. You find the fucking gold that everyone told you that you were crazy about finding. And then your government's like, I'll take half. (laughs) They just don't deserve it. There are rules about it. I just kind of started Googling around. 
Um, and there's archaeology law. So okay. there, it says here. Is that um, like a UNESCO law? I don't know. It's so crazy. So in England and Wales and Northern Ireland, the Treasure Act of 1996 defines gold or silver fines older than 300 years old as treasure and claims them for the crown. Oh, my God. That's so fucking bull. That's some bullshit, dude. Fines must be reported within 14 days. Scotland's laws are broader. Treasure does not have to be gold or silver and can be less than 300 years old. But in both jurisdictions, a significant fine will be offered to museums or to bid on. I mean, that's insane. That is so, that's some fucking shit, dude. No kidding. Like, that's one of those things that, like, more than anything else makes me become, like, an anarchist. You know what I mean? Because, dude, you're, you are fucking, you're an 85 year old man who's been retired for 20 years, and you're like, your grandson is annoying as shit, comes to visit you, and you're just like, oh my God, I'm going to go, I'm going to take my metal detector out. I'll be back before bed, right? And then you—that's all you do. That's how you spend your time, and you end up finding a spoon from like King Edward the First, right? I don't know if that's a guy. I assume it's a guy. And then you have to immediately give it up to the crown in fourteen days. Yeah, fuck that. That's not volunteer work. You're doing that to to cashish on it, you know. But then the question is, like, if you find something, then what? I mean, how do you sell it? How do you, how sell do you turn it? that into? How do you turn that into a Donzi speedboat? That's what how do you mean. turn it into a Donzi speedboat? Yeah. I mean, is there is there a black market for for treasure? There I wonder. Must be. There there. Has to be. Dude, there's some sultans in Brunei that want that shit and they'll yeah. pay on the table and they just want to keep it above their bed. So when their chicks come up, they're like, check that out. That's a galleon, dude. Yeah. So the U.S. is a little bit different because the treasure on United States land isn't going to be like kind of whack <laughs> yeah it's gonna be like lead lead bullets from the civil war or something but that would but still be sick though it would basically except for materials on federal land state law applies and with some exceptions objects are the property of the land owner um a stone tool is like federal laws are really strict so they say a stone tool is property of the federal government in perpetuity it's digging up is a violation of law and can can be a felony that's bullshit what Uh, let me tell you what what the law should be i'm gonna write some laws write it man finders fucking keepers bro (laughs) and then that's all you need to know that's the only law losers weepers (laughs) finders keepers losers weepers government (laughs) government government it's so whack that they have a law that says whatever you find it's mine it's ours (laughs) it's mine so I mean, I'm going to run for Congress, and that's going to be my only platform. Just run on that (laughs) platform alone, and you have my vote. I'll say, if you find treasure, you keep it. I mean, is this? Did you, dog? Are you on? uh, Are you on Portable Antiquities Scheme? Are you on that website? (laughs) No, I'm on National Geographic. Oh, cool. Because I, I, the the site that I found that goes into it, it, it's so. There's a Quora article because I I was wondering about the success of Modern Hunter or Modern Treasure Hunters because it seems like one of those things. Like if it, if there's like a low key like. There's a whole there's a whole group of people that like this is what they do. Then obviously there's some real treasure to be found. I mean, I yeah. guess it's kind of the equivalent to those guys who open up like abandoned uh, storage units and find like like thirty years of like rotting carcasses from fucking squirrels, but then also like maybe a Mickey Mantle rookie card, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Storage wars. Storage wars. Yeah. But so, how successful are modern treasure hunters? This is on Quora. 
Um, this is from John Bartram, field archaeologist, geophysical surveyor, man of the world, and family man, a.k.a. unemployed. Many of the legal treasure hunters in Britain are extremely successful. We know this for a fact because they can declare their treasure finds to the appropriate authority. You can see many of their finds at the government's portable antiquities site. They can make a lot of money, too, as well as gain fame. On the other hand, most treasure hunting schemes are fraudulent, set up to bilk investors. Some countries are infamous for this. A famous example of this is the Oak Island Money Pit, set up as a Masonic fraud in the 19th century. I've heard of that. That's in Canada, right? There's a History Channel show that's called Oak Island, and and these you know guys like they're like dad age, and they've spent their lives looking for shit on this island, and they made a TV show about it. So that is as brutal and sad. <laughs> so this is so this is actually a so I found a um, this site this portable antiquities portable antiquities scheme I guess um, finds.org.uk uh, it actually it actually has some of the things that people are found have found too so it, it's pretty interesting I mean it doesn't really sort them in any logical way I think it's just kind of like all artifacts and coins and it seems like the coins are kind of the main the main thing that you track down but you know there's stuff like um roman ceramic rim shard and that was i don't know i think it's like uh i think it's exactly that um no real information on it but i think it's just like a way to see the kind of things that people are finding out there uh, yeah. some kind like, of a ledger like a bitcoin ledger i, mean, I guess but it doesn't really say doesn't really say how much things are worth, probably because the government just goes, doesn't matter, it's ours now anyway. Finger uh, ring. Roman finger ring. They pay you for it. Well, I'm they sure they pay you, but I'm sure they pay you like in a, like almost a, a, like, uh, in a very, um, I don't want to say disappointing, but uh, like a, like a, a, a very, um, a rude way. You know what I mean? They'll just be like, oh, here's, you know, 80 bucks, give us your bank account, right? Is there like, an this island? Is a Roman coin. Like they have, um, you know, b- b- uh, offshore bank banks that sort of skirt the law of countries. Is there an island that you could go to with your treasure that you do not have to report? Oh, I guarantee it. I, so I, bet, I bet it's the exact same situation. It becomes almost like a, a shopping, uh, a flea market, if totally. you will, for like a duty treasure. free. Like, like a duty, yeah, the ultimate duty free. I mean, I bet, I bet it's also, I bet it's also the same islands where you can go with like, um, with you know, with a, with a fake company and shit. So it's I don't know, like, like Saint Martin's and out. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like I mean, he was in Belize, but I think it's, but I think any of those places are probably Fiorina, like anywhere that was that was maybe at one point a part of the British reign. Mm. but has since fallen off. So like what are what are the main islands? Like um what's the main island where they have all the 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 like uh the accounts? Antigua. I don't know. Antigua. Oh, yeah. um, Cayman Islands. The Cayman Islands. The Cayman Islands is where they have all the all the all the people who are like I, I make a ton of money and I don't want any of it taxed. Yeah. I'll just put it in the I'll put it in like a uh you know a bakery in in uh, the Cayman Islands. People go, yeah, yeah. But you don't yeah. own a bakery. Be like, I do own a bakery. Yeah, I think it's probably very very similar. So, um, but anyway, so this so this story. Now, getting back to the story, so this story of the robot submarine 
that got us looking into some of the subs uh, on on Reddit that are pertaining to the treasure search. I think the most the most prevalent of which seemingly is treasure, just treasure. But there are actually a few different ones. I think treasure focuses most mostly on the things you find. But I think there's another one called treasure hunting that is more pertinent to the act of treasure hunting. So I think they kind of go hand in hand. When you say Freed, I think that was the other one we found, right? Yeah, it's it's just kind of a lesser sub, and there's less people on it and less subscribers, and just looks like less action. So right, I would uh, I would stick on just treasure for more. Yeah. So, but the treasure hunting one is yeah, treasure hunting incorporates a love of history, adventure, and outdoors. Treasure, treasure life, right? Have you guys ever found any treasure? Have I found any treasure? Yeah, I'm not talking about your treasure trail that led your your wiener. Oh, <laughs> talking about real treasure. Oh, um, I got treasure. <laughs> yeah, just follow my treasure trail. Follow my treasure trail. I mean, there was once I remember when I was in well, where I grew up. I was convinced. I think this is one of those delusions of childhood, but I was getting really into dinosaurs as as most most kids do. And oh, I yeah. remember there was this place my in my dino phase right now. Every, yeah. Was that my my kids in a dino phase? Oh, right hitting now. it early! Wow, that's a good phase. It's a great phase. <sighs> yeah, I mean, he's uh, really into prehistoric stuff, guys. <laughs> so <laughs> I I remember there was this there was this creek behind my house that I was convinced had a piece of petrified wood from the prehistoric era, um, and I think it was in in all reality it was probably like a like a like an old an old rusted fucking like hubcap that had just been like covered in soot. But I, I could have sworn it was, it was petrified wood. Based on your uh, training or uh, based on literally nothing based on the fact that it looked a little bit like maybe a picture I saw once. And you've seen, (laughs) you you had seen Indiana Jones 15 times that summer. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. What about you guys? I found uh, arrowheads a lot when I visited grandparents and, Wisconsin, yeah. When when you visit your parents or your grandparents in Navajo Nation, that was my dream as a kid was to find an arrowhead, and you actually cool. found them. Yeah, we found not a lot, but my grandpa had found a lot of them, and then he'd take us when we'd visit. And I think I found like one, and I think my brother found two, like over the course of years. And they weren't worth anything, but it was really cool. You think Pappy Dog Boobs planted those, <laughs> dude? Happy. Yeah, I know. He might have. That seems like something my pappy would do. <laughs> Happy dog boots. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's nice. You're like, look what I found. And then I remember one other time I found. Um, I didn't realize it was a bookmark of a million dollar bill, <laughs> like a one of those goofy bookmarks. <laughs> and you were like, I'm rich. <laughs> yeah. I like ran down to my parents and was like, you guys. What's this? Like, am I blind? Like, t- tell me I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. And they they just gave me this sad little look, like, oh, honey, Aww. honey, the bookmark. You turned it over and there was just pictures of strippers for the local yeah. strip club on the back. <laughs> exactly. It's just an ad. Oh, not very fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, reading reading through some of these posts, like this is this is one I just found that I think is is really fascinating, kind of pertinent to what we were just talking about previously. This about the legal ramifications of being a treasure hunter. Ooh. I think it's the it's a, posted about a year ago, and this is you know 
kind of this isn't this isn't the, the like most popular sub in the world by the way i mean I, I, we didn't go in the stats but it's literally just 1.4 thousand subscribers 29 online right now welcome to our treasure your source for posts about treasure news and the thrill of the hunt right wow. so it is all pertinent to this subculture of treasure hunting but anyway so it's a nimble, it's a nimble sub nimble sub but not not too far down and top of all time there's a they post that is a treasure hunter found three tons of sunken gold and can't leave jail until he says where it is. Yeah. Which is some fucking this. shit, dude. Like when I read stuff like this, it infuriates me, man, because yeah. this is like, again, it's one of those things where like not to be uh, not, not to be like a Trumpian libertarian here because that's, that's free day's job. But yeah. this is, this I'm is the Trump guy. Yeah. The tr- you're the Trump guy, but like, this is, this is like uh, it seems illegal almost, you know. Well, it yeah, it's, it's like extortion. I, I yeah, guess. Yeah, it, it is literally extortion. So, so this is Tommy Tommy G Thompson was once one of the greatest treasure hunters of his time, a dark bearded diver who hauled a trove of gold from the Atlantic Ocean in 1988, dubbed the richest find in U.S. history, which is wow. amazing. Uh, years later, accused of cheating his investors out of the fortune, Thomas Thompson led federal agents on a great manhunt, pursued from a Florida mansion to a, a mid-rent hotel room booked under a fake name. That's incredible. Wow. Why is there not a movie about this guy? Honestly, like, why not? Yeah. Um, now Thompson's beard is great, and he lives in an Ohio jail cell held there <laughs> until he gives up his location of the gold. But for nearly two years, despite threats and fines and the best exertion of the federal judge, no one has managed to make Thompson reveal what he did with the treasure. The wreck of the SS Central America waited 130 years for Thompson to come along. The steamer went down in a hurricane in 1857, taking 425 souls and at least three tons of California gold to the seafloor of South Carolina. Man tried to find it, or many tried to find it, but none none succeeded until a young shipwreck-obsessed engineer from Columbus, Ohio, built an underwater robot called the Nemo to pinpoint the Central America, then dive 8,000 feet under sea and surface salute. So this dude did this. This guy's like a fucking genius. This is insane. This is like, he did it at his own volition. He just was like, I want to make this thing, and I want to go track it down. He built his own fucking, he built his own, um, his own, uh, what's the Wes Anderson movie called? Uh, life Aquatic. He built his own like Life Aquatic mobile to go down. And they're for holding him. him hostage until he spills right. the beans. I mean, totally. now it, my only motivation would be to to not give up the beans to the people who are trying to extort me for it. And I totally. would. Oh man, that guy's probably got the sweetest treasure map going on. Totally. And so a man, a man as personable as he was brilliant, Thompson record, uh, recruited more than 160 investors to fund his expedition. Columbus Monthly noted in a profile he spent years studying the ship's fateful voyage and developed the technology to plunge, plunge deeper in the ocean than anyone had ever before to retrieve its treasure. Thompson's crew pulled up rare 19th century coins, the ship's bells, and gold bars 15 times bigger than the largest California gold bar previously known to exist. That's fucking crazy, man. No wonder it went down, by the way. That's that's very heavy. And 95% of the wreck site was still unexplored, potentially worth $400 million in gold alone, the Washington Post reported a year earlier. The treasure trove is the richest in American history, and the deep water salvage effort, the most ambitious ever undertaken anywhere. The, the expedition's loot captured the country's attention, as did the peculiarities of its leader, a scientist-seafarer hybrid who worked on nuclear submarine systems before he hunted treasure. Thompson is not exactly the romantic, swashbuckling sort, Forbes wrote about the year's long 
recovery of the ship's treasure. He is scientific and methodical with none of the P.T. Barnum that infuses and inflates other salvers. So this is interesting because I think it's there's this is already kind of enlightening the fact that there's a a sub community dedicated to treasure hunting that all have a little bit of this you know where like swagger yeah like the swagger like where's where's this like white jumpsuit maybe a swinger and uh, oh he's definitely a swinger dude totally. yeah. look at that guy he lives in from Florida rafters, yeah. dude lives in Florida um yeah. in no the late lines on that guy's body <laughs> no in the late in the late thirties during the height of his fame. Thompson said little to public tended wait in, the, in oh in his late 30s sorry in his late 30s during the height of his fame Thompson said little in public and tended to play down the role of his discovery this gold is part of the largest treasure trove in American history he told reporters in 1989 but the history of SS Central America is also a rich part of the nation's cultural treasury he added it's a celebration of American ideals free enterprise and hard work but before long some of uh, Thompson's bankrollers began painting a very different picture of the man Two of the expedition's biggest investors took him to court in 2000s, accusing him of selling nearly all of the gold and keeping the profits to himself. When nice. a federal judge ordered Thompson to appear in 2012, he didn't show. An arrest warrant was issued, but the man who found a long-lost shipwreck had disappeared. Which makes sense. I mean, he is, he is a treasure hunter. I think at this point, it's like if you're, if you're, if you're a treasure hunter and, you're, being, and you're, you're in this position, like you're not – abiding by the american legal system i wouldn't live in america no it's like, of course there's not. too many laws man i'm going to the philippines or well, somewhere too many laws but also like you're a treasure hunter like the thing that you're looking for you're not going to find it in america no you know you're what not I mean? find the coolest stuff yeah so and that's yeah exactly it's the point is like you go to the caribbean you go you go into the mid-atlantic whatever so I found some um, treasure once what, what was that i found some treasure once wait did you yeah where it's a pretty big deal Okay. Let's cut to commercial. <laughs> if we only had commercials. I was digging in San Francisco, I was digging up a uh, a cement foundation floor. I was sort of building this like apartment. I needed to rip out a bunch of concrete and then re relay concrete. So I dug I was digging down into the, the old dirt and San Francisco's an, an old town, you know? Yeah. Right. And uh I was just digging around and I, I hit something with a shovel and I found I found a bunch of um, small glass medicine uh, like vials like for oh, interesting. Uh, you know they, they they look like they're from the 1920s it's what they you know they would have kept laudum in it or whatever that was you sure. know what people drank yeah. in the old movies right it's like codeine <laughs> right it was like a bunch of those and they were just man they were a foot deep in dirt and covered in cement. Like, and I randomly stumbled upon them. It was pretty goddamn exciting. Of course, I sold them. Bought a Dunsey. <laughs> That's that. It was, it was awesome, man. Very random. That was very random. So so the rest of the story goes, by the way, just to finish, uh, to, to wrap up the way that the... By the way, his name is Tommy G. Thompson. I don't know if we actually said that, which is even more of the reason why this guy should have a movie. I don't really understand. Tommy Gunn, it. man. I mean, that's the guy. Is that literally... Tommy Gunn is that his that's name? That's what it should be. Okay, I was like, I, I mean, I'd never heard of this guy before, so I don't like. It seems like this is one of those things that people are supposed to know about that I've never heard of this person. This seems like the next great. He looks like Paul Rudd meets uh, McConaughey or or something. Well, he's from Ohio, so I feel like maybe this is going to be one of those movies that remind. It reminds me of like, um, like if he wasn't, if he was a little bit more overweight, and maybe he's fine. Maybe Zach Galifianakis would play him. You know. 
He's like kind of got that vibe where he's like eccentric, but also maybe a little funny and strange. So you're thinking a, a sort of a zany comedy, a zany, a zany dramedy. Yeah. That's I what like I'm a, thinking. A catch me if you can. It's kind of a vibe. Totally. Uh, you know, it seems like he's he's that guy. Yeah. So let's finish his manhunt. So they're they're followed the two-year manhunt. Thompson had almost limitless resources and approximately a ten-year head start in the chase. U.S. Marshal for the Southern District of Ohio, Peter Tobin, said in a statement. And this would be a really fun case to be on if you were a if you were a U.S. Marshal, by the yeah, way. Like tracking this guy who was like not really dangerous. Like he wasn't dangerous. He was just like a smart scientist, right? Um, it's not like the Unabomber, you know what I mean? Like this guy is like found treasure. Who knows where he's going to be? And then when you find him, he's going to be like, <laughs> oh, you guys have been tracing me for a long time. Good work, you know? Um, <laughs> Thompson and his girlfriend had been living for years in a Florida mansion, paying rent with cash that was damp and moldy from the earth it had been buried in. Holy shit. The Post's Abby Phillip reported last year, the couple had fled by the time the the authorities found the house. Government records detailed what they'd left behind. Disposable cell phones, money money straps stamped $10,000, and a guide on evading law enforcement titled How to Be Invisible. Amazing. Uh, We need to find that. Thompson was finally caught in, in January 2015 after agents tracked his girlfriend to a 200-night hotel near West Palm Beach. In a celebratory statement, Tobin said the U.S. Marshals had used all of our resources and ingenuity to find the treasure hunter. So they wasted all their fucking money and all their time to find a guy who was not dangerous, who had literally just found gold in the ocean. Come on. I wanted of to keep idiots. it, exactly. and they wanted to just take it all. Totally. But they didn't find the treasure. Thompson's uh-huh. investors, who originally expected to make tens of millions of dollars from the venture, said that they believed he had hundreds of gold coins secretly in a trust account for his children. At first, their search was for the coins looked promising. Thompson pleaded guilty to contempt, in, to contempt of court in April 2015, according to the Columbus Dispatch. He said the coins were in Belize, of course. Belize, <laughs> that's, that's yeah. where John McAfee is, by the way. Or I think that's where he is. He said the coins were in Belize and agreed, agreed to reveal their exact location, but that didn't happen. Thompson's attorney said last month that his client couldn't remember who he gave the gold to. Sure, buddy. Even after pouring over thousands of pages of documents related to the treasure, according to the dispatch. Why do they need to know? It doesn't seem like it's part of the... They're trying to fucking make money on him, dude. They're trying to take it and, and you know, like pay for more more of Israel's, you know, bomber jets. Uh-oh, we just got political on this pod. Just guys. got political on the pod. A federal Whoa, judge Israel, ruled dude. that Thompson was faking memory problems. Oh, this is a guy that was faking memory problems? Was this the guy, Friday? Oh, huh? Maybe this is the guy that's faking memory problems. I thought that guy was British. Whatever. So he was faking memory problems, the newspaper reported, and has held him in Ohio jail cell for a year. Thompson could remain in b- behind bars until he talks, the Associated Press reported, and is being fined $1,000 a day in the meantime, which he'll never pay. That's horseshit, man. That's some fucking horseshit. Who knows? He might have an epiphany, U.S. Ju- uh, District Judge uh, Algernon Marbley re- remarked Monday when he ordered Thompson to answer questions about the gold's location. But so far, the SS Central America's treasure remains missing for the second time in two centuries. And perhaps the only man to find it remains as silent as the lost sailors of that old wreck. Whoa. Good end. Good end to that. And appendum. So that, that was, that was in, I think it came out in 2015. That article. 2015 2016. 
So that so, article came out in 2016, December 14, 2016. Yeah. Which, speaking of, by the way, in this case, he found it in 88. But remember, the article that we led this episode off on, that had been found almost two years before this article came out. So right. this is maybe the heyday of treasure hunting that we didn't realize. Well, it's a good point you bring up right there. Bada bing, <laughs> bada boom. Because we are basically going into this robotics age, right. uh, which is how they found this Span- Spanish galleon ship. Right. So it's kind of like robots meets um, sonar, meets all this sort of digital mapping technology. Yeah, we have new technology to do more all this. More and more affordable, right? You don't have to be a gajillionaire to get some of this stuff. Totally. So you got to think, you know, as as the technology even gets better, I mean, there, there's sort of a ticking uh, clock with when, not if, but when this stuff will be found. So I would imagine if you're a treasure hunter, you're sort of really excited to get it now because once they get found, the, you know, they're, they're limited. There's, they're not an endless amount of treasure out there. So... Not it seems like a good time. To, if you guys are in eighth grade, I would just forego high school and just focus on treasure hunting because, I mean, honestly, what are you going to learn from For, school? Forego high school. Yeah. What are you going to learn in high school? They don't teach I you mean, anything. It's a bunch of hogwash. All they teach you is how to listen to punk rock and smoke they cigarettes you, behind the bleachers. They teach you how to fucking sit in a desk chair and be a slave to the system, bro. Slave to the system. Oh, a real treasure hunter, like my man Tommy G., Tommy G. Thompson over here on the ones and twos. On the ones and twos. Oh, man. I'm I'm so pumped up to be a treasure hunter. I'm going to dig a hole in my backyard. I mean, I'm pumped for this guy, man. I mean, this is like a really fascinating story that I like did not know existed. So this is – so this is actually interesting. So this is actually an article that came out. Um, I mean, this is a very small update from what I can tell. But uh, this is an article that came out in earlier this year, March nineteenth, two thousand eighteen. So just a, just a couple months ago at this point, um, and it's basically that he is um, facing contempt of court. We already knew that. That seems like an extreme charge for a contempt of court. Well, he was he was in contempt of court, but it's like he was in com- contempt of court for reasons that you should be in contempt of court, which is they're trying to take my fucking money for some shit that I fucking found. Um, fuck these guys. I'm a pirate. I'm going to never go to the American system again, right? Right. But in the in, in 2017, um, June of June 2017, so about six and some change months after this article came out, the original article, investors in a deep-sea treasure hunt are opposing a request by the man who led the expedition to be freed from jail on contempt of court charges. Um, Judge Algernon Marbley, who has definitely been guaranteed some of the cash by the people that are suing him, uh, has held defendant Tommy Thompson in contempt of court since December 2015 for violating terms of a plea deal by refusing to respond to questions about the location of the 500 missing gold coins. Thompson's attorney argues that federal law prohibits holding someone under such conditions for longer than 18 months. Attorneys for the dispatch printing company and expedition investor um, said in Tuesday in a Tuesday court filing that Thompson should be held indefinitely until he finds the coins. Dispatch printing company. Is that the printing company that produces the Columbus dispatch? Because if it is, what an interesting twist to the story because we're not finding a lot of news on this guy and they obviously own all of the – they own – the or they used to own the Columbus Dispatch. Well, it sounds like 
I mean, it, it sounds exactly what it is. They're just holding him hostage for money, and this is this is a United States courthouse. It's like this is shit that happens in Belize, right, or Russia. Maybe we are Russia. You know, like you hear stories like this, you're like, what the fuck? I mean, there's how is there not a how is there not a fucking movie about this guy? I don't know. I'm gonna option this today. I mean, dude, this gonna, is this is insane. I'm, I'm taking this guy's rights, dude. He can. Uh, you can come after us. Tommy Thompson. There. Yeah, there's no movie in development. Yeah, <laughs> Tommy Thompson. Movie in development. You know who would Matthew McConaughey, you know Zach Galifianakis. What was that? A little shy LaBeouf, dude. Put the LaBeouf on it. Oh, he'd be great at this, actually. He's a fucking crazy pirate, dude. He's, he's the modern day pirate of, of Hollywood. So there's apparently also an influential. This is maybe part of the reason why I'm having a hard time finding any information about Tommy G. Thompson is because there's also an influential Republican congressman, uh, or at least a Republican pol- politician named Tommy G. Thompson, who, as far as I'm concerned, can suck a dick. Uh, I don't even know what he stands for, but he seems like a shithead. So I f- I, you know what would be the best end of the story is if he breaks out of jail. Oh my god, that'd be the best. I don't want him to I don't I almost don't want him to be let out. I want him to be broken out and then go on the run. Yeah. Because it's just more exciting. I mean, he just seems to me like he I I I imagine that people in prison with him are pretty chill with him. You know what I mean? Like nobody nobody's like roughing him up and trying to make him join the Aryan Brotherhood. I think people are just like, Oh, it's Tommy. He uh he's a treasure hunter, that guy. Or the opposite Every day they're like, Tommy, where's the money? I'm going to cut your Achilles tendons and rape you unless you give me the money. I'm sure there's a lot of that going on. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of that, but obviously that would be completely fruitless because, you know, he he's in there because he hasn't told where his investor or he hasn't told his investors where they are. So he's not right. going to tell like a, a, a fellow prisoner because it's not like the prisoner is going to get the money for it. You know, what if the prisoner is on his way out next week and he's like, Dude, I'll get it and I'll and I'll save your half. Of course I mean, that's will. that's a very uh, that's that's a very um, uh, Shawshank Redemption type vibe, you know. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Shawshank Redemption, Morgan Freeman's a rapist. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's that's a. Uh, ooh. That's um, how you know wh- what date we did this podcast is. Right. You can just either check a school shooting or yeah. who got charged with rape exactly you check check with the rate the, the current rape list um that's uh that's a different Damn. topic for another time but that is actually that's that's hot breaking news as of last night i think he used, but to, I play, let's, uh, let's, let's, he used let's, to play buried treasure but it was a different kind of let's let's tone treasure. down the word rapist i don't think he was he accused of rape or was he accused of like i've heard I've heard for a little while that he's just like a cokehead uh, philanderer. <laughs> well, but but again, I mean, I think there's a. I think he just cro- he goes up to checks like on set and is like, "Hey, baby, come back to my hotel." You know, I think he's a more yeah, of a creep but that's than a that's, uh, that's that's not rape, and I think we got to be we got to be careful with our rhetoric when it comes to stuff like that because uh, Harvey Weinstein and Bill Cosby rapists, and they've been like charged with rape. Yeah. But like, okay. you know, Stan Lee being like, "Hey, uh, my nurse, want to see your." Uh, one of them tits isn't isn't technically rape. Yeah, so. I think he's being charged for sort of uh, rude styled harassment. Right. While and I'm not I'm not coke. condoning that. I just think that you know we just gotta gotta be gotta be careful with our rhetoric. But that's not what we're talking about anyway. So Morgan Freeman, uh, chill out, guy. 
Fucking chill. Um, so Tommy G. Thompson, fascinating. Don't understand why he hasn't. There's no movie about him. Oh, no. Um, so another thing, as it pertains to treasure, now this is something that I think this is probably going to open up a little bit of a can of worms, but I think it's a it's a it's a it's a pretty lucrative can of worms that we're about to open up here. So it's a can full of gold worms. Can full of can full of gold worms. This rosé, this can rosé is starting to get to my head, got to be honest. <laughs> I was, I was going to go work out immediately after this, and I'm going to play video games. Yeah, now you just keep question. drinking rosé all yeah, day. I'm going to drink canned rosé. Watch just, a little TGI Friday and hit the sack. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. But, um, but so with the cryptocurrency world, I speculate that we are going to see a new age of super techie cyberpunk treasure hunters who all they care about is finding bitcoins that have been lost in physical keys in strange places so they're going to find a guy who's like he once had x amount of bitcoin right and they knew it was on a computer and then that guy died or that guy went to prison and that that computer was like you know thrown into the dump right and we're going to see this new age of treasure hunters who spend all their time trying to figure out how to get that Bitcoin keys worth millions and millions of dollars. How do you find lost Bitcoin? Well, I don't get it. Has it has to be on a hard drive or something. Right. So it's not it's not it's not necessarily you're not finding lost you are finding lost Bitcoin, but it's not like you're hacking into somebody's server to find the lost Bitcoin, though I guess technically you could do that. It's more like you have to find the computer where the Bitcoin was housed, right? Or like the hard drive where the Bitcoin was housed or whatever. Or the thumb drive, which right. is seen in Silicon Valley. Exactly. Actually. Like the, the yeah. one, not, not, not a spoil, spoiler alert, kind of, but there's a scene in the new Silicon Valley that's about, that has like one of the recurring old characters is that, that like really rich, obnoxious guy. He always worries about the four decibel club, right? Or something like that. Yeah, um, he he invested a shit ton of money in Bitcoin, lost it all, and has like a whole team of people trying to find his essentially his thumb drive with all the Bitcoin information on it, or all the cryptocurrency information on it. That, that seems like a good uh, time to embed uh, bio, like what's it called, biotech, or I don't know, right. sort of embed your uh, thumb drive into your skin where yeah. you not lose it. I mean, like that's a, a great um, idea. That's like a, actually like a love, ooh. like a love handle. <laughs> that like love a handle pouch. drive. Yeah, like a kangaroo has a pouch. You could probably like sort of have somebody fashion you right. a pouch. What what and, body uh, part would you put the thumb drive in? I know you just said love handle, but I assume that was somewhat in jest. In real, where would you put it? Uh, well, I, that's not a bad place to put it. Because there is some fat there, and I think you want right. to have a, a, a soft area. And then hypothetically, you're going to have to stick it into a computer, so you want right. it. You don't want it to be. Or I would just sub it out for my pinky toe. Have my pinky toe be a thumb drive, which is. Ironic. I mean, but how wouldn't that be? I, I think I would put it on on my arm, maybe, or like kind of right right where like. Um, oh, that's a man. Who knows? That's a good, really good question. But you, you know what you'd have to do? You'd have to use Bluetooth. It'd be a Bluetooth thing that you would like put Bluetooth in your in your body somewhere, and then whenever you were near a computer with Bluetooth or near a device with Bluetooth, you would connect the Bluetooth 
And then the Bluetooth would give you access to all the files that you're doing. Yeah, I think we just stumbled upon something big. I think I think so. I think this is a this is a new tech that's going to actually change the change the treasure hunting game forever. Forever. There's so much treasure out there. I'm looking at this Nazi treasure train that was lost and found in Poland. Oh man. I mean, this stuff, you know, the Nazis had a lot of gold too. And so there's all this European Nazi gold. Well, that was out their there. thing, right? I mean, that was their that was one of their big things is they 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 had like cuz cuz Hitler was a monster. <laughs> I don't have to. I don't have to say that. But debatable. Debatable. Well, Hitler was a monster. However, there were tons. Are you guys hearing that crazy ruffling in the background? Yeah, a little bit. That's my my dog, Shank. Oh, you idiot. Um, sorry. She's she's been laying down for for literally an hour, and then out of nowhere, for some reason, she just suddenly decides to like literally reconfigure her whole bed. So that was sorry about that annoyance. Anyway, Hitler was known for for treasure hunting. It was one of his things. He was a, he was a really big mystic. And I found out the other day that apparently David Bowie and Mick Jagger. I don't want to say they were they were um, Hitler fans, but they were they were uh, very interested in some of Hitler's less genocidal traits. So like his his interest in painting. Well, yeah, he was like he was really interested in in like the. Like uh, and like the spiritual, like really really complicated spiritual witchcraft and 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 like a lot of really interesting shit about that. He was he was like he was pursuing higher higher knowledge, I guess. Right. It's interesting. It's not something you can sort of publicly be interested in. No, not at all. Probably. No, of course not. But it is fascinating. Unless you're David Bowie, to know about I. Unless you're David Bowie, yeah. yeah, it's almost it's the most punk rock. It is like the most punk rock thing, but but um, but Nazi wise with treasure, I think he was very very interested in treasure hunting, um, and so like there was a whole thing about like Nazi gold, right? So it's like rumored that there was there was uh, this this tons and tons and tons of Nazi gold that people still look for. So um, like Nazi, so this is from the Wikipedia article. So Nazi gold is a rumored gold allegedly transferred by Nazi Germany to overseas banks during World War II. The regime believed it to have executed a policy of looting the assets of its victims to finance the war, collecting the looted assets to central de- depositories. The occasional transfer of gold in return for currency took place in collusion with many individual collaborative institutions. The, pre- the precise identities of these institutions, as well as the exact extent of the transactions, remain unclear. But obviously when the Nazis imploded, like where is all that gold? Where is all the treasure, you know? Where the gold? Where the gold? Where the gold at? Where the gold at? That. That's a meme um, that uh, took off. When was that? Five years ago? Six that's, years? That's ago? old school meme, dude. That, that meme's been around for ages. Maybe ten years. It's like the Show original. It's a leprechaun meme, right? Yeah, that was a good one. Very, very good one. So, um, um, do you know? Does it say anything about about uh, Nazi gold on this sub? I just saw that one post uh, about a Nazi, the Nazi treasure ship um, in Poland, but it's, an, it's just a news article, so we can keep digging in there. So I think we, the, uh, yeah, I think we should give uh, gold to the guy who posted about about Tommy, uh, Tommy G. It sort of opened our eyes. I mean, the Tommy G thing is fascinating because I, I think it kind of highlights some of the the legal ramifications, the annoying legal ramifications of of treasure hunting which like you would think is not a thing but evidently it is yeah 
This guy, you user Sharon Apple, C H A R O N Apple. Cool. We're gonna send him a message. Say thanks, man. Thanks, man. So, do we know anything else about the Remus Six Thousand? Because I think you brought up a really interesting point about now that we have, now that we have the technology. Right. I'm sure they're going to be uncovering a lot more of this kind of stuff. I mean, it is easy to forget, I think, in the context of a lot of what we're talking about, that after all, like the, the, the ocean is fucked up big. And it's not like you can take one single robot and be like, well, now that we have this robot, we're going to, you know, find it. Like, it's wow. not really how it works. I mean, they were looking for yeah. the U.S., the, 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 the Malaysian flight for a very long time. But still, though, I mean, I think we're now in an age where there's probably tons and tons of tons of of buried shit that you can dig up using this kind of deep ocean robot. I just found a great post uh, that's called six real treasures that still haven't been found. And I mean, we can, you could just pick one. I mean, let's go over them. Make this your life's work. The golden owl of France. Okay. So um, let me just see if I can skip to what it is. So the hunt started in 90, April of 93 when this guy published uh, On the Trail of the Golden Owl under the pseudonym Max Volition. That's his name. The book contains several puzzles that puzzles and riddles that points to the golden owl hidden somewhere in the French countryside and the one million francs that go uh, with its discovery. Wow. So I don't know. There's Wait, not so it's, too much it- about is it one million francs that's the 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 reward for finding it, or is it come? Is it is it like part of the? Part I, of the I, you know, I found this list that that's kind of gives you little summaries, and they're not super in depth, but it, yeah. this is just sort of a list of the six. So I'm just, I'll just go through them quickly, and then if listeners want to sort of like dive into them on their own, uh, it's a good list. This other one's called the Dead Sea Copper Scrolls. Um, so. A pair of copper scrolls were found in the Jordanian in Jordanian caves. Wow, copper Whoa. scrolls. How do you uh, read so, those? I don't know. I guess you need a um, you need a How do you read copper? Um, so this, the scrolls was a treasure map that had been broken up into two pieces, pointing out locations of sixty four different treasures that have been scattered around Israel. Unfortunately, the scroll is probably the most frustrating treasure hunters map ever found not only is it written in a uh, it's written in a unique uh, uh, language in Hebrew making it a bitch for the average hunter to read Ooh, but the directions are about as clear as mud not on purpose of course but the map was written for someone who actually knew uh, the places mentioned so it's kind of written in code and so wow that's cool there's, so there's a map that people are trying to decode. There's this other one called the Fen Treasure. Then there's this other one called the $63 million in Bedford County Beale Ciphers. Bedford there's County. $200 million of silver in Key West. What? What? $200 million worth of, and that's just there now. Wait, how have, how have they not found that? Lake Guav, Gua, Guadavita in the Eldorado. That's the Eldorado gold. Wow. That's a big dog. I just found an article that basically says, like, what's the total value of the world's sunken treasure? And according to these people, because 70% of the planet's surface is water and 90 95% of the ocean is still completely unknown to us, like, oh my it's, God. It's, so, it's so far gone that it would be like more likely to find treasure on the moon than at the bottom of the ocean. But that their estimate is that there's about $60 billion worth oh. of treasure currently lost at sea. 
Well, okay. now now we're looking at uh, only only forty three billion because we just yeah. found seventeen. Exactly. We got so definitely. It's out there. We got to definitely quit school. I mean, yeah. that's that's kind of we you know we were, we were kind of joking about that, but it is kind of I don't want to say it's true, but it is. That's a lot of fucking money, dude. And if you if you're investing in tracking down that kind of kashish. <laughs> and you have and you have the technology to do it. I mean, this is the interesting thing about the Remus, right? I mean, because I, I was doing a little bit of research on like what this Remus actually is. So the Remus six thousand, which is the one that found the treasure that we were talking at the beginning of the show, with obviously the seventeen billion, the Remus Environmental Monitoring Unit S, and this is from Wikipedia. Um, series are autonomous underwater vehicles made by the Woods Hole Oceanic Ocean Oceo Oceanographic Institution and designed by their Oceanographic Systems Lab. More recently, Remus vehicles have been manufactured by the spin-off company, Hydroid, blah, 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 whatever. Um, several designs of the vehicle, though all are to- torpedo-shaped vessels. They vary in size uh, from the largest, the Remus 6000, which is the one that found it, to obviously a lot smaller. Now, the interesting thing about these, though, is the Remus units were successfully were used successfully in 2003 or, I'm sorry 2003 during Operation Iraqi Freedom to detect oh. mines in 2011 during the fourth search of the mission aircraft black boxes from the crashed Air France flight AF447 which they successfully found so it successfully proved that Saddam did not have weapons of mass destruction <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, this is like, this nope, is not what's, here. It's very, it's really interesting though that they're they're using so this this technology is there. It's not it, it's not like you're making technology exclusively for hunting for treasure. I mean, you're making technology to hunt for things, right? And treasure being one of those things. But if you're just looking to get into this kind of practice, like if you're if you're trying to like uh, like you are an AI expert and you're trying to find. You're you're creating AI that's designed to let's say look through um, French countrysides and mountainous regions and search caves autonomously. Then you might end up finding treasure in the process. You might end up finding that whatever that treasure was called that you had mentioned earlier earlier, Freed. Um, but that's interesting. I mean, it's it, it, it. There's a there's, there's a big industry in it that we. I guess you kind of don't realize because it's it's treasure hunting it seems so archaic but yeah this this key west one keeps popping up on these lists 200 million you know values range but uh man i guess we should move to key west set up a little icy lobster shop and Mm -hmm. put put our focus into finding this cash how many (laughs) how many um how many treasure hunters like serious treasure hunters do you think I think are actively searching for this, like a hundred people. Like it's, I don't think it's a ton, like a th- I don't think it's thousands. I think it's a small community. I think these people all know each other. Like, uh, I think we could we could be like disruptors. You know, that's an interesting thing, actually. Sort of the the, the Silicon Valley approach to finding treasure. There's got to be a couple guys out there that are doing this. I mean, dude, I mean, so this is another speaking of Key West. And apparently, I mean, we're kind of joking about Key West, but in terms of treasure, like Key West is kind of the spot because I think of obviously all all the Spanish ships and kind of the the Spanish, um, it wasn't the Spanish Inquisition, but a lot of the Spanish explorations of the southern part of the United States at one point. So 
Mel Fisher, and this is from this is an article from 1998, so it's it's obviously a long time, but uh, Mel Fisher, a treasure hunter who got rich undersea, and this is about this is his obituary about him dying. This is in the New York Times, right? So Mel Fisher, a former chicken farmer who became a Horatio Alger figure among mm. undersea treasure hunters, died Saturday at his Key West home. He was 76. Uh, Mr. Fisher found hundreds of thousands of gold and silver coins, jewelry and bars from old time Spanish shipwrecks in the waters of Florida, off Florida. He hunted doggedly for years for the cargo of a single treasure packed galleon, the Nuestra Sonora de Atoca, Atacha. Uh, which sank in night or I'm sorry in 1622 near the Florida Keys. Eventually, his son Kane located the underwater bounty in 1985 and treasure worth roughly 400 million dollars. What? Wow! As a result, a handful of people, including Fisher family members, investors, and lawyer from Mr. Fisher, became millionaires overnight. Which is fucking right. crazy. Can you imagine? Like you're just like hunting, you find a thing, and all of a sudden it's just like. I'm a millionaire now. And the best part about it is that everybody in town thought you were fucking nuts. Yeah, everybody thought you were crazy. Roll back with all your gold and you're, you got a white horse on a carriage and you're like, suck it. I mean, this guy was a, he was a, he was a chicken, chicken farmer before this. It wasn't like yeah. he was, like, it's not like he, 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 it's like, it's not like our other guy, like Tommy Thompson. Like Tommy Thompson was like a scientist. That was what he did. Yeah. Like, he was a professional scientist worked in, in nuclear labs, knew what he was doing around the kind of things that you need to do to build the kind of ships to find this kind of stuff. Like this guy, born in Indiana, was a chicken farmer before he discovered a $400,000 loot. That's the best I told you so ever, right? <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> truth, truth, truth. So other finds, though. So Fisher's company, company Salvers, Inc., found remains of several shipwrecks in Florida waters, including the Atocha sister galleon, Santa Margarita, lost in the same year, and remains of a slave ship known as the Henrietta Marie, lost in 1700. Did somebody say Margarita? <laughs> and the legend was born. I like how they, like how they named their ships about, uh, about after the drinks they served down there. <laughs> nice. The Spanish Pina Colada. <laughs> I'll take the old, uh, I'm taking the old galleon, the old sex on the beach galleon out for a spin. <laughs> so this is, uh, so I found his site, by the way, his site is uh, Treasure Hunters Inc. And Ooh. it's treasurehuntersinc.net. That sounds like such a, a phony site. Oh, dude, you should see the site. The site is, the site was made, I think, I think uh, Mel was the, was the uh, site administrator as well. So when he died in 1998, the site was never changed again. Kind of has like has it. that look. Should be should be janky. Should oh, be dude. nice. Well, I wonder. I mean, this is this. What's, this, what's the site? TreasureHuntersInc.com? dot com. Treasure Hunter Treasure Treasure Salvors Salvors Inc. dot net. And then there's also Allied Salvors Inc., which is doesn't look any better. And this is more of a this is salvage and appraisal firm working on behalf um, of insurance companies. This is. Internet 1.0. This is literally Internet 1.0. This is what it... Oh, man, I'm back in 96. Holy smokes. I know. And then this is... uh, Oh, my God. This is... Their email, uh, they use AOL, too, just to to put a finer point on it. (laughs) I wonder if the reason that these... So, doing a little bit more search on treasure salvers, I wonder if the reason that we don't hear about treasure hunters anymore is because the government is 
constantly after him. So this is a this is caselaw.finelaw.com where you this can is find bullshit, man. Florida Florida Department of State versus Treasure Salvers Inc. And this is a case that was settled argued in January 20th, 1982 and settled in July 1st, 1982. Now, so the respondents yeah, making laws to lay claim Literally, so so this is the case. Um, I, don't, I don't know what it's about, but after respondents had located the wreck of 17th century Spanish galleon on the Florida coast, Florida immediately claimed ownership of the galleon pursuant to a Florida statute. Contracts were then entered in, in between Florida Division of Archives as owner of the galleon and its cargo and respondents, whereby responders agreed to conduct underwater salvage operations in exchange for the division's agreement to transfer ownership of 75% of the appraised value of all materials recovered from the galleon to the respondents. Good God. Dude, the contracts did not purport to transfer ownership to any property to the division. Ultimately, many valuable artifacts of the galleon were discovered. In the meantime, in proceedings unrelated to salvage operations, it was held in United States versus Florida that, as against Florida, the United States was entitled to the lands, minerals, and other natural resources in the area in which the remains of the galleon had come to title, uh, come to rest. So this is crazy. So literally, the treasure hunters find it. Florida goes, oh, thanks for finding that. That's ours. We're taking you to court. When the federal government goes, actually, it's ours. Yeah, literally. We're taking you to court. Oh my God, this is what a fucking racket, dude. This is such a racket, man. I, I, I had no idea. I mean- it's such a, a risky undertaking and expensive to go find treasure. And then these, the governments just say it's ours. We've done I, nothing. I guess. I mean, so now, so the, 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 the we judgment. We have to reverse these laws. We have to reverse these laws. So the judgment, back. though, just, to, I mean, this is very long. I'm not going to read the whole judgment. But Justice Stevens joined the Chief Justice, Justice Marshall, and Justice Blackmun concluded that the 11th Amendment did not bar the process issued by the district court to secure possession of the artifacts held by the state officials. The 11th Amendment, while barring an action directly against the state itself or any agency thereof, does not bar an action against the state official that is based on the theory that the official acted beyond the scope of statutory authority, if within the authority, that such authority is unconstitutional. So I don't know what any of that means, but it seems like they ruled against the state. I think. I mean, I would love to. I would love to f- know more about this. But it seems. I mean, this was in 1982, so I would assume that if Treasure Salvers is the same company owned by Mel Mel Fisher, then he must have won the case, right? Sounds like it. Sounds like he uh, he kept he kept on cruising. Hmm, that's fascinating. Damn, this is cool. I mean, this whole this whole this whole episode has made me really turn against the federal government. Got to be honest, the federal and state government. It's it's such it's such baloney, you know. I mean, why? I understand. I mean, wh- why would I'm? Why am I surprised? Right? Like, yeah. obviously, like obviously, the government's going to do this. But it does really uh, – it's, it's extremely disappointing to hear it though. You know what I mean? Like to see, to see that the government's just like, ha-ha, thanks for finding that treasure that we refuse to look for because we're fucking lazy pieces of shit. We don't have the resources to do it. Thanks for finding it. Now it's ours. Obviously, you know? Yeah, who the f- – yeah. Pretty typical. 
pretty wow. brutal. I guess um, now the question is, do you treasure hunt or not? I mean, I I that the government's going to try to snatch it up. I still think my stance is uh, I I, I have a two part stance on this. One is everybody should treasure hunt. Two is uh, rosé wine in a can. Not great. Makes you feel drunk (laughs) uh, if that's what you're looking for. But when you're doing when you're doing a pod, not recommended. (laughs) It looks like you're just having a Lacroix. It looks like I'm having a Lacroix called Simpler Wines brand. You know what's cool about that is that you can, you know, grab a six pack, sit in traffic on the way home, have a couple of rosés. You know, I mean, I'm I'm not even done that. with this rosé yet, which is from Australia, by the way. Ooh, um, and you're gonna probably beat your wife later. I, it's good good chance I'm gonna beat my 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 non wife later. Um, but I don't. Angry. I'm not even. I'm probably yeah. one. I have about one eighth of the can left. And uh, and I'm already feeling a little tipsy. I'm already feeling like I want to play God of War for the rest of the night. Wow. So I'm I'm uh, I can't even imagine having a sixer of these. I would be a fucking goddamn yeah. mess. Well, that's because you're not from Orange County, dude. I'd be like the U.S. Marshals chasing after Jamie or Tommy X Thompson. <laughs> a total a total mess. A total incompetent mess. Right. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, well I think uh, um, I, I don't world. know if we can belabor. I don't know if we can belabor uh, this one anymore. I think we, we can probably wrap this one up. I mean, I think treasure hunting. Uh, I'm I'm surprised that the craft still exists. Yeah. But I'm goddamn glad it does, and I hope the federal government can chill the god fucking damn out and stop stop pursuing yeah. pursuing who finds this treasure. Yeah, cut it out. So I that wonder who's. We've been so little, little bitches, time. dude. I mean, should we make yeah. T-shirts to say "Free Tommy Thompson"? Yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. time. I stand by that. I think we should blend memes. We should use um, "Show Me the Gold" with a picture of Tommy Thompson. <laughs> yeah. It's like cool. a double deep cut. I wonder who that's, the official that's my suggestion. Who is the company that actually found the seventeen million or seventeen billion? I wonder. The Colombian, I thought that was the Colombian government that's that's claiming. Did they find it or did the Colombian government, are they claiming it? Hmm. We're obviously terrible news reporters. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> We're like well, local news reporters. There, there are like a thousand stories on this. I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's like required for us to know it, but I think I want to say that it wasn't a private, it wasn't, it wasn't like one of these vigilantes like, like, um, Mel or, or, uh, Tommy. I think it was probably an institution because I'm not seeing any specific person attached. And I think I'm, I'm seeing the Columbia Navy involved. So it seems like top, top level. Yeah. Let's talk about the new Reddit layout for a second. Oh yeah, that we can close out that one. So really quickly, let's wrap this up. Treasure hunting. Um, treasure is the sub r slash treasure, uh, but there's also treasure hunting. And then, like anything else on Reddit, feel free to search. If you like, search treasure hunting, search Nazi gold, search whatever you want. You're gonna find things that are that are that transcend just just the sub itself. So it's a great sub, man. I mean, there's links really to YouTube sub. videos, to History Channel, National Geographic. Like, it's a really. Uh, I'm definitely going to sit up tonight and just s- plan my escape of uh, <laughs> my marriage, my child, and then I'm going to go become a treasure hunter. <laughs> I'm a treasure hunter. That's what deadbeat dads seem to do. It's the that's, way to go. That's what deadbeat yeah. dads seem to do. Where's I mean, Papa? Papa's a 
Papa's hunting for treasure. <laughs> so for instance, by the way, what I just said about being able to search and then you can track it down. So in Reddit, uh, in the r slash history subreddit, which is a big one, it's like 13 million readers, there was a best of, and the title is um, uh, Redditor's Dad so possibly, possibly Tips Off Treasure Hunters to Location of the Alleged Gold Train in Poland. Oh. So, <laughs> Get the, get the frig out of here. Um, anyway, all right, cool. So wrapping that one up, now let's talk about the Reddit layout. I So there's a new Reddit layout. It's, Reddit uh, layout. It looks okay. You know, It kind of works, but there's a couple of buttons I can't find, like the random button I can't find. Ooh, that's that's not fun. Do you hit... Maybe maybe it's just R slash random. Maybe they changed it to a... I, but the button, like the clickability of that button was so fun. I know. We're gonna have to talk to the Reddit brass. Get them. Get them. Get them to bring the. Unless you guys can see where. It's weird. I'm on Reddit right now, and it's not the new layout yet. You can swap back and forth. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, I think so. If you just type in r slash random, you will find it, right? So, for instance, I just did a random, and I landed on Stoner Engineering. Oh, that's 124,000 cool. subscribers. You give a few potheads a bunch of weed and nothing to smoke out of, and they suddenly become engineers. It's amazing. Wait, this so is this really is- weird. I'm hitting random, and I'm just on Mobile Legends over and over again. Is this like a... Mobile Legends? It's a video game? Um, oh, I don't know. I wonder if they bought this out. Holy shit, I'm in the Matrix. Oh, shit. <laughs> you, just find, you just go to the source code. Star oh, Wars no. Trader. I mean, I think if you go to r slash random, then you'll you'll find it. <laughs> I just found a subreddit called Blurry Pictures of Dogs. <laughs> and it is what it is. <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> that's great. Just really bad pictures of dogs. Um, yeah, I, I don't I, I think in terms of um, in terms of the new layout, I think uh, I uh, I don't I'm a little bit I don't know. I'm a little bit. uh ambivalent towards it i don't i don't necessarily mind it but i do think that i missed the old layout because we were on it so much so it's taking a little bit of, yeah. of, of rethinking i mean the couple things that i really missed so like right before they changed the layout i started getting really into saving saving posts and putting them into like specific categories for me so like stuff that i want to talk about on the pod stuff that's funny new memes like whatever like i was just kind of organizing it however i wanted to organize it i don't have save now i don't know where that went and then when you go to your profile on the top right there's an opportunity to go to your profile and then you have to click again like when you're in a profile where you can see how to go to saved but then it takes you to the old site so you're kind of like, what's the point, right? It's almost like a splash page or something. Yeah, it's a little a little annoying. I also think the random thing is is I, I understand that you can just put in a subreddit or put in the like random as a subreddit and it's fine. But I think the the ease of the button and I think just like the it was really cool just to be able to hit a button and all of a sudden be taken to a random thing. So. Yeah, and unless I'm not seeing it, I, I maybe it's maybe it's there and I'm dumb. But well, the fact that you can't find it is not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but you know, I don't know. I, I'm always I'm always a little bit hesitant to be too critical when a company changes their 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 layout because obviously people need to. They're trying to 
stay fresh with the kids, you know. And they're, I think, yeah. the company in general seems like they're trying to like enter the modern Silicon Valley world a little bit. Where which is fine. Which is fine. I get it. What else are they going to do? Just not do anything? Like, totally. Stay the same. Yeah. Be 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 Craig, Craigslist. Yeah, I mean Craigslist is still chugging along, except now that the casual encounters has been banned. I don't know why anybody would go to that site. It seems like <laughs> totally. I mean, that site's going to die because of that, right? Yeah. That was that was the only thing it was that was keeping it afloat. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So that's that. So that's our opinion on that. But um, all right. Well, uh, I find uh, treasure hunting rules, and uh, I think everybody should become treasure hunters, or at the very least, um, get a metal detector. Yep. Which you can probably buy. Let's see what the current going rate of metal detectors are on Amazon. I'm gonna. You guys want to? You guys want to make a bet here? I'm betting uh, sixty bucks for a decent metal detector. Ooh. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say forty-nine under fifty. 49. Good metal detector. I'm going. 115. 115. Um $69. Okay. The Amazon's choice is 79 bucks. So, hmm. All right. That's not bad. Called it's called the Bounty Hunter TK4 Tracker what? 4 metal detector. Hell yeah. But Hell if you yeah. wanted if you wanted to get the Garrett AT Max metal detector with Z-Link wireless headphones plus free accessories <laughs> and free accessories means you get a hat which is hilarious. Awesome. Trucker hat. Yeah, you get you get a trucker hat and you get headphones and you just get to, you get to look like a pair of gray sweatpants, some some rapey looking glasses. Yeah. Um, that one though is going for six forty nine. So I don't know why that is that some that's that that's a ton of money. I don't know why Ooh. it's that expensive. But here's an economical option. There's a, a little green plastic sand scoop for treasure hunting, which is one of those uh, just a little like plastic bucket with holes in it so you scoop up some sand you sift out the sand and what's left is yours to keep for the government <laughs> I love it. what's left is yours to mail to the government <laughs> that's right dear government here is some treasure i found not included please Fucking put this to good use dude. That, that, that infuriates me that, that is oh my god that makes me so angry everything. free free, so free tommy thompson hunting, don't tell anybody don't tell anybody don't even let us know that you're doing it or yeah. you can send us a note, and we'll um, we won't tell the government, but we will um, ask you for um, you know free Clippers tickets and stuff later. Yeah, let's yeah. just say we will know you found treasure by us seeing you on your Donzi with yep. our model girlfriends. <laughs> we'll just assume you got rich finding treasure. Yeah, if, Ho- <laughs> if we'll Hope just- for Show, if we find Hope for Show is like. You know, in his in in no longer in in Oklahoma and now lives in like uh, lives in in the Cayman Islands on a Donzi. <laughs> like, what if what if he became Dan Blazarian? What if he just like oh, dude. just we he, so he cool. listened to our pod, started getting really into treasure, discovered yeah. the fucking French bronze monkey or whatever, and then lived <laughs> the rest of his life as Dan Blazarian? Yeah, I mean, uh, he would be so happy, and I'd be happy for him. I would be his bookkeeper. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd be like a sandwich maker guy. Yeah, man. That sounds like a great job for, for a Dan Blazarian type. That's how you want some sandwiches. Name, right? I've always Couple pronounced sandwiches. it Dan Blazarian. Well, sick, man. Well, <laughs> fuck. I'm going to go in the backyard and just dig it up. We're going to find something. All right. So, cool. So, this is an interesting one. We'll be back uh, probably all in the same room next week. Maybe not, though. So, you're just going to have to get used to this, doing remote pods every once in a while. But this is Did You Read It?
weekly pod about the internet by way of Reddit, the front page of the internet. My name is It's Your Dad. I'm Dog Boobs. You on my free day over here, Pitcher's Mound. <laughs> Pitcher's Mound. Uh, if you want to like us, share, etc., please do it. If you want to um, make a T-shirt or buy a T-shirt that says "Free Tommy Thompson," you can do that. We'll probably make one and put it <laughs> online. Um, and if you want to find some treasure and then you know put that uh, Roman era, you know, 800 BC ring around your middle finger and then fucking put it up towards the American flag, send us a picture because <laughs> I don't know what you'd do with it. But um, show me the gold. Show me the gold. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, hit us up if you want. Hi at digitreddit.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, etc. Uh, and then we'll be back next week with another pod about the internet. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.